Hello, Earthlings. My name is Wendy. And I'm your co-host, Stephanie. Join us into this creepy, mysterious episode of Pardon the Confusion. Hey guys, welcome back to today's podcast. We have a special guest today. She's not special. <laughs> she is my girlfriend. Introduce yourself. I'm Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I, that was going to be as awkward as possible. <laughs> Knowing how awkward you are, it was going to be as awkward as possible. It's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> okay. So, today's podcast is going to be about Ronald. Is it the Fayo? Yeah, it's the Fayo. Yeah, well, it's going to be about Ronald the Fayo. The Fayo. So, I am going to talk. I'm going to tell you guys about what I researched and what you guys think. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give you kind of like a criminal investigators point of view that has nothing to do with paranormal activity but we're paranormal people wait listen (laughs) then i'm gonna give you guys ed and lorraine warren's take on the amityville rest in peace you know all right so let us know all i know is that where they live the house was haunted (laughs) Mm mm-hmm do you know anything about the Amityville Horror House? I just know um, what I've seen in the movies. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's th- that's all you know. You haven't like been like crazy people like me and Wendy, where we actually researched the place and stuff like that. No, not that crazy. Oh. Damn, she calls crazy. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, we are a family full of weird people. All right, so let me know or All right. let us know. So, Ronald DeFeo was also known as Butch. Mm-hmm. As DeFeo obviously was growing up, he began to lash out at his father, Ronald Sr. Mm-hmm. Any little thing that his dad would do, he would lash out physically at him, you know, get into fights and stuff like that with his father. Now, they both worked at a car dealership that was owned by Ronald Sr.'s father-in-law. It was like a Buick, a Buick, um, whatever, car sales, whatever. Man, whenever you work with a family member, it's always a freaking for disaster. But it, I mean, <laughs> you would know because you know how crazy, how crazy it gets between me and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so one day, the company made, I'm going to call him Senior, and I'm going to call the other one Junior. So Senior's the dad, Junior's the... the Butch. Butch. Just call him Butch. Okay. (laughs) So the company told Senior Mm -hmm. to deposit $20,000 into the company's bank account. So they gave him $20,000 in cash for Senior to deposit it. Okay. Butch got in contact with one of his friends to make it seem like his dad got robbed and that they would split the money in half. Mm-hmm. 
So that actually did happen. And everything went through without a hitch. Right. That's until the police police officers went into the dealership and they began to question Butch and Senior. When they went to go talk to Butch, he immediately became violent, irrational, and started making everything a big deal. And the dad kind of... It caught on to him that his son was already guilty. Okay. You know? And that day, he told his dad that he was going to kill him. Okay. Okay. Huh. What do you guys think so far? I'm premeditated murder. But that still doesn't make sense as to why he would kill everyone else. And that's a good question. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think I he mean, was, like, bipolar or something? Anger issues? Probably. Think so? Yeah. Okay. So, on November 13, 1974, Butch used a thirty-five caliber rifle and entered his parents' room. He shot them both while asleep. He entered his brother's room and shot them both. He ended the shootings by shooting his sisters point blank. Okay. Everything took place within 15 minutes in total. <laughs> that still doesn't answer my question as to how did no one in the freaking house hear the gunshots? I have no idea. You know? Because, mm-hmm. goddamn, like either they sleep with like, what is it, earplugs or some shit? Yeah. But. Still, that's what kind of what kind of gun was it? A rifle. Yeah, even if you're wearing freaking earplugs, you're still gonna hear that shit. Unless it has a silencer. It, it doesn't matter. You'll still be able to hear it because it's a. Well, I don't think you can put a silencer on a shotgun. Yeah, I don't think so. This is a rifle, not a shotgun. Oh, rifle. Oh. Mm. Well, either way, you'll still be able to hear some of it. Meh. Well, I mean. Yeah, I guess. And, and the kids are like right next to each other in the same room. You'd be he, able to he hear it. He probably shot him fast. That still doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> know. I mean, fifteen minutes. Like, I'm pretty sure he kind of took his time. Fifteen minutes to shoot six people in different rooms. See, this is this is where I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know, cause I feel like they would have been able to hear something yeah i don't know <laughs> that that's the one thing that trips me out about this case the most i'm like how are they not able to hear it like you can put a silencer yeah but you'd still be able to hear some of it true especially true. if if it's in the same room mm-hmm. you know that's what trips me out about this case okay so after after he killed his family he took a shower got cleaned up for work. He dumped his clothes and evidence of what he did and threw it down a storm drain. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he went into work the next, well, obviously the same day, the morning after, and he called his house multiple times <laughs> and he was wondering why his dad didn't show up to work or why his family weren't answering, you know, <laughs> the, the phone. So when he got home, 
he called the police saying that someone had killed his family. So what do you guys think of that? <laughs> That's got to be the funniest shit I've ever wow. heard. <laughs> oh, man. If I was him, I would have just booked it somewhere else. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah, it's going to make you look guilty, but this is going to make you look guilty, too. Like, Exactly. You live in that house, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're the only survivor. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, what he told police was that he kept stating that he heard voices telling him to kill his entire family. He wanted to plea the insanity. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wanted to plea insanity? Yeah. But the jurors, the jurors, jurors, the jurors. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. English is hard sometimes. Churros? It's the jurors. The churros. <laughs> no, I want churro. Well, they gave him six counts on life sentences. Okay. They didn't give him the death penalty, but they gave him a life yeah, sentence. They should have freaking given him. Wait, was it was the death penalty in place? Because it wasn't in a state that allowed that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. That's only, I believe, in Florida, right? Yeah. Is that where they killed Bundy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> burn, Bundy, burn. Yeah. Okay. So this was a, obviously like a criminal investigator's point of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you guys about Ed and Lorraine's investigation about the Amityville Horror house <laughs> yeah yeah so ed actually stated on a scale from one to ten about how haunted and horrific that house was he scaled it a 10 damn yes so there was like demons and, and it was yeah. very badly manifested yeah yeah um like my first thought would be like indian indian barrow ground or some shit like that I have no idea. Remember, Lorraine was really affected. Yeah. What do you think? It So it was just infestations of, like, what, spirits or demons? Demons. Oh. I think it probably had to, like, do since, you know, like, before, you know, like, your families lived there before. Mm-hmm. It probably started adding up, and no one ever did anything about it. So, I mean, maybe, but still, like in that state, were you allowed to disclose that there was a haunting? You have to. Well, I know there's some states you don't. Mm. Not all the time. So that's how that's how I was like. Either either way, like okay, so it was just affecting him and not everybody else in the house. I guess so. Hmm. So, as I go on... Probably weak-minded. <laughs> Maybe. That's it, 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 they, <laughs> No, well, yeah, it attacks the weakest link. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, uh, then it would have gone for the kids, though. Maybe the kids weren't weak. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so during um, this shoot, Ed said... That both him and Lorraine yes. do not back up the movie or the book written about the Amityville Horror House. Mm-hmm. 
because they want nothing to do with that because they said they did not include everything that happened and half of the things that they put in the movie was nothing like it really happened. He said it was 10 times worse. Well, they were just trying to make money. Yeah. So, I mean, didn't that when they build like the 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 set of where they were shooting the movie that that started to get haunted too? Yeah. That shit is crazy. Damn. That it traveled? Uh, I mean, we've seen some cases where you can actually see in, I think it was, I don't know if it was Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures where where they kind of prove that spirits can travel. Oh, it was Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Through por- portals and mirrors yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> okay. She apparently had lunch and she didn't share. <laughs> I actually didn't. Um, so both Ed and Lorraine Warren feel that there was a demonic infestation that encouraged the fail to murder his entire family. Mm-hmm. So they feel that he was innocent, but he was, you know, possessed and stuff like that. Yeah, but that, that doesn't help you in a case when you've had previous crime. Yeah. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, same thing she said. I don't really think that they took it into consideration, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're not because of what happened before. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, it's like, like, let's say I commit a bunch of crimes and, I don't know, something happens to her. Like, all of a sudden, all you die of freaking, like, poisoning and some shit. <laughs> and I just so happen to not eat it. Mm-hmm. What are they going to go look for? You. Me. Yeah, <laughs> or if it's like me and me and like you, mm-hmm. you have no. Let's say you you don't have anything like no crimes, and I do, and all, all of all of us, you know, they die. Who are they going to look for? You, me, the crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just. This is where it could be basically like you get away with murder. Yeah, yeah. So damn. Now they. This is something I never knew anything about. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but Ed actually said that Mr. DeFeo Sr. Yes. Went to a shrine in Montreal, Canada. A what? To a shrine. Like Like a a holy place. Oh. Yeah. But like a good holy place or a bad holy place? No, a good holy place. Okay. In Montreal, Canada. Uh Uh-huh. He brought back a, a priest to perform an exorcism in the house six months before the Lutz moved in. What? Okay, so okay, so they, so they knew something was going on in the house, mm-hmm. but they like refused to move, or or, or or they couldn't move, or. I have no idea, but that See, th- this uh, that w- tripped me out because yeah. I knew nothing about that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I didn't know about that one either, and we kind of researched the 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 hell out of that movie. Yeah, that's weird. And they didn't bring it into that movie either. Yeah, that would have made. But see, this is where you kind of it would have been nice to get, like, Defeo's side of the story, but at that point, like, 
you've been in jail, you probably go crazy yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So, God, like, this is where one of those moments, um, like, you would have liked to be in, been a fly on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What do you think? I don't know if you're looking at it, like, in the, like, it being haunted. If he already knew that there was something wrong with the house, and he he brought a priest, like, to bless it. If they would, if they saw everything that was going on with Butch, they should, they should have, like, kind of knew, you know, that it was something in the house affecting him. Mm -hmm. Did they know there was something going on with him? There's no reports of that. See, that's so... Yeah, but I mean, like, the way he was acting, like, just him lashing out at his dad for no reason, mm-hmm. things like that. Was this before they moved in or, or once... While they were moved Oh, so they once there. they were there, he got crazier? Mm-hmm. But see, that, see, I see your point. But then again, there's some people that don't believe in that. Yeah, that's So true. They, they can just say, oh, you know what? Uh, he's just insane. Well, apparently his grandpa did or something. <laughs> His grandpa? His dad. His, oh, dad. his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I see it. So some of the experiences that Lorraine explained that happened in that house, obviously, um, Ed said that she felt many, many heavy things because she's a clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. But um, Lorraine stated that I think it was about four people that had experiences in there. One of them was Mary, which she's a researcher for, like, paranormal activity, like, anything, haunted houses and everything. Yep. She, after that, after she investigated that house, she never went into another haunted house ever again, and she closed down her operation and everything because it fucked her up. Yeah. And then, I mean, some of this stuff has to follow you home. I'm pretty sure. And then um, one of the cameramen, the cameramen, whatever, had was experiencing heart, what is it, Pal- palpitations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was getting really, really scared. One thing that, that kind of freaked me out was a scientist from Duke University. You know, they're there to debunk stuff that's going yeah, on yeah. and stuff like that. So he was, already, he was already there Brilliant like, science. Yeah, yeah, he was already there like, nah, this is fake. This is bullshit. Yeah. The chair he was sitting in mm-hmm. moves back while he was sitting in it. <laughs> so it targeted him. You're like, bitch, I'm here. How yeah. is this where you're believing? Yeah. Yeah. And she was saying that it took uh, a lot of people just to calm him down. But that he went crazy. Well, yeah. If, you go, if you're going in through life believing that... There's has an explanation. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, there's nothing else out there. You know there's nothing. There's something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know there's at least some aliens or whatever. They're probably among us. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it, it gets kind of hard to not believe that there is not, like there isn't something else. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, just freaky. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen a like, and then you kind of see a lot of uh, TV shows or anything like that of people that are skeptics. They're like, "eh, this is BS." 
mm-hmm. and then something happens there. I'm like, uh, okay, you know, there's something there. <laughs> yeah. So one priest that or one padre that kept getting, um, I guess, kept making a- appearances mm-hmm. in the Amityville. It was actually actually Padre Padre Poe or Padre Pio or something like that. How's it spelled? P E O. Oh, Poe. Well, him. Padre Poe from Italy. If you guys remember the the movie, The Nun. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That Padre. That's the same one. That's the same one. Say totally. what? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, the the Warrens had to have some kind of connections, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Because remember how they were kind of doing an exorcism in the inside the Amityville Horror House, mm-hmm. and Padre Poe was in there with okay. Lorraine. Yeah. Lorraine went crazy because of what she saw. Yeah. That was where it ended. Oh, that's the movie that like really messed her up. Yeah, that Amityville. Yeah, wow. that's the one that messed her up. Huh. It's crazy, huh? I always yeah. wondered what it was, but I just didn't know. I, I always thought it was all the amount of stuff they have in their basement, like mm. the collections. Yeah, mm. and get that they had to have a priest go in there and bless it for like how many times a week? Four times a week. Four times a week, which is four times 30-something days. And I don't know how many, you know, years. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure the stuff that was in their house had something to contribute to that, too. You know? Yeah, I feel like it was was a threat to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's crazy. All right. So this is where we're going to end today's episode. Thank you for joining us today. Yep, yep. Um, thank you for the new listeners like Lewis and Daisy and Koke. What up, guys? Thank you guys for listening. Koke listens to this? Yeah. He listens? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> I'm not. Oh. Damn. Okay. All right, boys. We're gonna we're gonna have him on one of these days. Yeah. And he's gonna defend himself. (laughs) He has to defend himself. Uh, Well, I mean, we'll see when he decides to come. That is true. (laughs) All right, boys. Enjoy your guys' Friday. Be safe out there. Yeah. Enjoy your week. Your ooh long weekend. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Then I don't work Monday. Yay. Me either. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so enjoy your long weekend, guys. Have fun. Be safe. Um, don't drink too much if you're legal to drink. Drink too much. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.